0: Hey guys, before you listen to today's podcast, I've come to realize just through uh, social media that people are confused. People are confused that, uh, that they don't realize that the wine club that I created for my dad's liquor store is literally the best deal in life. Not in wine, not in beverages, in life. $55 and free shipping for one to four wines, usually three, I don't know why, but that's how it's been working out. Uh, I actually saw somebody, Mark, Mark Fitzpatrick in Maryland, good dude, literally tweeted something yesterday. He took a screenshot of a Facebook ad from wine.com. They were selling one of the wines that I have in my pack this month, where there's three wines for 60 bucks. And my pack was 55 bucks and free shipping. and had two other monster wines in it. And I don't know what else to tell you. Literally, 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 if you drink a case of wine a year, if you drink a case of wine a year, you have to go to winelibrary.com. It's right at the top of the website. The the Gary V Wine of the Month Club. Sign up now. Bad news, Texas, Illinois, Massachusetts, liquor laws, you're out. So for the rest of you, make the right decision. Gary V Wine Club. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Gonna get their to be very frank, the thing that I'm thinking most about when I think about the lineup of speakers is why are you here, right? To me, when you speak, what matters most is can you bring value to the audience? And so I've been thinking quite a bit about this speech of like what can I really touch on that isn't available for free online, that isn't something you've seen or heard before. And the reality is, is that's a difficult challenge in a world where very honestly, there's not a lot that I believe in. There's only four to six to nine things that I really trade on. And those are the things that I want to really reinforce. First and foremost, the biggest thing that I want to make sure that everybody understands more than anything, if you know, I just had a really fun strategy session with a bunch of people, and, and when I think about what it was that we just talked about for the last couple hours, is the fact of the matter is, is I truly believe that every single person here today, including myself, are grossly underestimating how special today is, how special this era of the internet at maturity is, how special the opportunity is. What, what, what is remarkable to me this morning is that there is never, and I mean this, now if you are somebody who watches cable news all day, you may not agree with me, but it is my absolute deep belief that this is the greatest era to be alive in human race. And I'll tell you why. This internet thing, it's bigger than you think. This internet thing, when you're older, when our great great grandkids judge us and how we navigated through this era, this internet thing is a much bigger deal than we've been able to comprehend. The internet, not Facebook, not social media, not Instagram, not podcasting, the internet is the single biggest invention that has ever happened to the human race and we being in it in the first couple decades of it are struggling to understand how big of a deal it is. What I am completely way by is that there is nobody, and I mean nobody, who is a gatekeeper to the game anymore. What is amazing to me is that our great-great-grandparents, our great-grandparents, and our grandparents would laugh at the shit that we cry about. The amount of people that get upset that Instagram and Facebook changed their algorithm and cry about it is ludicrous. It's free. Facebook and Instagram are free. And we sit and cry about the change in an algorithm. Here's where I'm at. For this entire room, the one thing that connects all of us, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you work somewhere, whether you're thrilled, whether you're devastated, the one thing that connects all of us is that for us to take the step in what we're trying to achieve, whether it's financial, whether it's legacy, whatever it may be, the one thing that connects us is we have to trade on attention. The thing that I desperately want everybody to leave this talk with is understanding that attention is just like real estate. And that attention is the gateway drug to everything you want, period. Before you can tell me how great you are, how awesome what you're selling is, you need my attention. Before you can tell me anything, you need my attention. What everybody in this room needs to wrap their head around is that this device owns the attention of our society. You may be upset about it, you might be sad that when you go out people aren't talking to each other. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't change the fact that this has the attention. And if you are sitting in this room today and you have not figured out how to put written words, audio, or video into the platforms that sit on top of this, you are fundamentally irrelevant. And so, when you think about sitting here and standing here, look, I have no interest in inspiring you for an hour and getting you pumped, and then next Thursday you don't do about it. That's not interesting to me. I'll be very frank, even with all these faces in the audience, I'm looking for one person who understands that this is such a remarkable time and that you need to go harder at it. Let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you the thing that upset me most in my intro. I'm extremely proud, maybe more than anything, that I went into my family business and built my family business for my family. I'm proud, I love when people try to razz on me, easy for you. you, you were handed a three million dollars when they don't know my story. What I was handed was my dad had a liquor store doing three million dollars a year on 10% profit and what I did was worked my face off 17 hours a day from 22 to 34, building my dad's business for my dad and my mom, and at 34 years old, I left Wine Library day to day with zero percent equity in Wine Library and no money in my bank. That's what I did. I'm proud. You know, if you're, if you're a child of an immigrant or great parents, nothing is better than settling the score with your parents. So that's, like, I wish, I don't, you can't zoom in, but the goosebumps, can you just confirm this? Like, real goosebumps. The best. Meanwhile, when the intro came up, the gentleman said he grew his dad's business from four to 60 million, true, nice solid accomplishment. Also, my greatest regret. If I could do it again, business-wise, I would have built Wine Library from a four to a 250 million dollar business at that same time. Let me tell you why, and let me tell you why it's the only thing you need to pay attention to in my entire talk. Let me break this down. Get your attention up right now. I don't know if you like taking notes. I don't know how you like to consume it, but I promise you what I'm going to explain for the next three minutes is the game right now. I built my dad's business from four to $60 million with no money. The business was doing $4 million, 400,000 in profit before expenses. We literally had no money, right? You pay people, you pay your rent, like nothing. My first year marketing budget in building Wine Library was fourteen thousand dollars for the year, in marketing. I was able to build it in such a big way for three core reasons. In nineteen ninety six, nobody had a website. That was a good idea. Number two, I started an email newsletter. And you know, for the youngsters in here, you know, it's hard to understand. But you have to understand, people didn't even know their own email when they would come into the wine store. I'd ask them, Do "You want to be on the email list?" They'd be like, "Yeah." I'm like, "What's your email?" They're like, AOL at yahoo.com. I'm like, no (laughs) Like, this was early. This was early. But I started an email newsletter. How many people here have done email marketing in their career? Raise your hand. I had 91% open rates on my email newsletter in 1997 and eight. Why? Not because it was such good content. All it said was buy this (laughs) Merlot. It was because nobody else was emailing and I bought that real estate cheap because nobody else was doing it. And then the final point of why I really exploded my business was the day that Google AdWords came out, I bought Google AdWords for my dad's business. So I was the first result for wine and Cabernet and Napa Valley and while everybody else was doing direct mail and advertising in magazines and radio, I was winning Google which went on to become Google, got it? Let me now explain to you the number one mistake every person in this audience is making right now, including me, who's supposed to be fancy at this. Every person in this place is not producing enough content for social media and is not spending enough money on social media ads. Every person in here is not producing enough content and not spending enough ad money on social media because you have to understand what's about to happen. Let me explain it real simple. Right now, buying ads on Instagram and Facebook, which is something everybody in here should be doing at scale. And please, don't be that person that has run Facebook and Instagram ads and not gotten results and deemed it not working. The ROI of a basketball to me is zero. The ROI of a basketball to LeBron is billions of dollars. If you have not, how many people here, and let's be honest with each other, how many people here have run Facebook or Instagram ads and it hasn't worked? Raise your hand. Actually, stand up, I want everybody to see this. Don't be lazy, do this for everybody. Watch this. Keep going, don't sit down yet. Everybody look around. All these people I'm kidding, I'm kidding, sit down, sit down. (laughs) Guys. Please understand this truth. Everybody that stood up, and I'm not joking, you haven't made Instagram and Facebook ads work for you because you either hired somebody who's not good at it or you're not good at it. This debate is not a debate. They work and they work so well that it's scary. So scary that the founder has to sit in front of Congress. Seriously. I'm, I'm laughing at people. People go out to dinner with me, old CEOs, and yell at me for the first 30 minutes that Facebook's killing our democracy and then the next 30 minutes tell me that it doesn't sell Like, everybody's so scared of it, yet you don't think it works to sell Guys, this is the most powerful ad product we have seen since the early days of television commercials. So, when I see that many people stand up, please get educated. Please, and you have to understand why it's so awesome. You can run $25 and $50 at a time to get a sense of if it's working. Also, the biggest mistake in this room is you're confused between the business of branding and selling. The number one basic issue in business right now that I've been blown away by because it came natural to me. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. People are confusing branding and selling. The amount of people that just stood up that it didn't work for, they spent money to make a transaction, it didn't happen, they up and said it didn't work. What they don't realize is first of all, the creative is the variable. If I stand up here today, I've got all of your attention, that's a victory. If this keynote, I've accomplished nothing. I've accomplished negative impact. If you leave here disappointed, of like, eh, he's not that good live, eh, he's stupid, eh, eh, I lost, this was a waste of time. That's just like an ad. You can get in front of me at a good price, but if you're trying to sell me too hard and you come off like a douchebag, you've lost. If you haven't convinced me why your banana jelly is better than somebody, Jesus Christ, where does this come from? (laughs) (laughs) Is banana jelly? (laughs) Somebody's gonna start a banana jelly company here, I know it. If you haven't convinced me that your banana jelly is better than my competitor's banana jelly, then you're not gonna buy it. Please understand this. Let me break it down very simply. It's why I set it up as the most important thing. Everybody here needs to spend money, whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, sports trainer, nutritionist, you, you, you have a concrete. If your company paves people's driveways You need to run Facebook and Instagram ads. It is the most underpriced attention in our society. And let me tell you why. As I stand here today and regret not spending more money on Google AdWords, everybody in here will regret in four years. I promise you, if nothing else, I'm being very selfish right now in this advice. I'm being very selfish. I'm making a very big deal that you're not spending enough money in this platform Because I want you to remember in four years when you don't spend enough money in this platform and you actually have your eureka moment and realize how right I was, I want you to remember of I should have listened to Gary Vee in Florida. Right now Facebook and Instagram ads run between three and eight dollars CPMs. Between three and eight dollars you can get in front of a thousand people's streams. Not a thousand see it, you know how you roll through your stream. Over the next five years, when the biggest companies in the world like Nike and BMW and IBM, when they really realize how bad television commercials are and how good this is, they're gonna pour their money in. What is gonna happen? The same that happened to me on Google. I used to buy the word wine and Cabernet and Pinot Noir for five cents a click. Now it's four and 11 and $18 a click. That adds up. At the same token, the way the ads work is gonna decline. In the beginning when I was running Facebook and Instagram three years ago, it did better than it does now because you're getting more now and you're starting to tune it out. Open rates on email went from 90% to 30%. This is one big game of cops and robbers. This is one big game of cat and mouse. When everybody here figures out that they should be doing it and everybody does it, it becomes more noise and that's the game. Right now, what you're doing with your allocation of content and ad spend on Facebook and Instagram is the same thing that happens in real estate when somebody knows they need to buy or debated to buy something in a hot up and coming area, they don't, their friends did, it went up, it happened, then they get sad, they get another chance to invest for 150000 more, but because they passed that 150000 less, they say no again, six months later it keeps up, now it's up 300000 now you're like, Again, because you've passed twice. This is the story of Uber for me. I passed on Uber's angel round twice. Twice. How many people have read or have Crush It, my first book? If you go back and look at it, I acknowledge, in the acknowledgements, I thank my family and one random person, Travis, the co-founder of Uber. That's it. I passed on one of my best business friends startup twice, at a four million dollar valuation and he was one of my best buds and it went on to become Uber. I was writing 25 and $50,000 checks back then. If I wrote one of my normal checks back then into Uber, that investment would have paid me $400 million. I'm not sad. (laughs) I'm not, I'm being dead serious. I don't about the money, I about the freedom of playing the game Understand if you're a true bread entrepreneur in this audience, you're not in it for the money, you're in it for the game. I actually love that I passed on Uber twice. I'm being serious. The quickest tell for me in five minutes when I hang with somebody if they're a true bread or if they're not, is are they in it for the game or do they want to buy a watch? So, here's the story of Uber though, I, used to pass on investments, they would up a little bit and then I wouldn't invest again because I was salty because I passed on it at four and now I didn't want to put money at it at 60. I'd learned that lesson and thank God because when Uber came back around, I did invest in it, not as early and as crazy, but I made a lot, a lot of money and made the right decision because I left my emotions out of the table. Got it? A lot of you are not going on social media harder because some of your friends have more followers and you don't have the humility to start now and start at a low base. You're not doing it because you tried it and it's not worked in the past and you don't get it. What is happening right now is very simple. Attention is the only thing that matters for anything you try to do. There's a reason, I was born in the Soviet Union, right? I, I, you know, last night I hung out with a bunch of great people from Venezuela, right? Jesus. (laughs) This is actually fun. Who's from Chicago? Who's from Sweden? This is, forget it. (laughs) Who's from Texas? (laughs) All right. Jersey? Yeah. All right. Anyway. Belarus. Grandpa? My friends, I have very little to say. Life is basic. 99% of this audience is doing because they value somebody else's opinion more than their own. If I sat down with all of you one by one, I could figure out every dumb thing you're doing and trace it back to you're doing it to impress somebody or to prove somebody wrong. It's the biggest mistake you can make and if you leave here with anything, the second you can get quiet in here and stop worrying about the judgment of others, the second starts actually happening. That gets even harder in today's new world of living publicly. It's true. Now, I like the motivation of a chip on a shoulder. I love that I post my report card and I was ranked 243 out of 254 in my entire class and I find it really fun and exciting that my mission now is to create more wealth and success than the rest of my class combined. But that shouldn't be the reason you do things, right? And so. There's a couple things that I wanna break through in this meeting today. Number one is why do you do what you do? Because way too many people are doing it from a place of defense. And I'm trying to figure out every day how to produce content or have a conversation of getting you to do it for yourself. For yourself. How many people saw Rocky IV, the Russian one? Super interesting it has nothing to do with the fact that I was born in Belarus the in former Soviet Union. It's a very different reason why I like this moment. In the end of that movie, the most interesting part is what Drago says after he loses. Rocky wins and then they take the mic and you know, Rocky does the whole like we can be friends which worked for a few minutes. Um, but what was way more important is what Drago said which is he said, I didn't fight Rocky for this country. I fought him for myself. And I I was a young kid when that movie came out and it has stuck with me forever. Some of you consume my content and know I talk a lot about, I don't care what you think about my losses. My L is my L. You're more than welcome to leave a comment and clown on me when I fail on something, when something doesn't work out. I have good news for you. I don't what you have to say. In the session I just had, we were talking about and I was like, look, because I think Facebook and Instagram is so underpriced and I want you to pour money into it, I'm trying to convince people to sell their homes and live in an apartment and take the money and reinvest it in their business because nobody takes advantage of all six of their bedrooms when they buy a six-bedroom home. We live in three rooms. Everybody's doing for the outside. You wear the clothes for the outside, you floss, you front, and it's the biggest Mistake you make. I've been inside my own head for a long time on the back of really good parenting and circumstance. The great advantage of being born with nothing and being an immigrant is you told and you were told from the get that you and you lost and that is the advantage. The disadvantage is entitlement. How many people here have kids? Raise your hand. Cool. You want to do a real favor for your kids? Stop protecting them. Eighth place trophies leads to dumb (laughs) Losing my whole life is the greatest thing that happened. I cried every time. My mom was happy about it. This is a very simple binary game. In life and in business, you are either on the offense or you're on the defense. Way too many of you are sitting here right now and thinking you're in the middle. There is no middle. You're either going backwards or you're going forwards. There's no neutral in the way that we live this. To me, education is the game, but not the way it's packaged in our society today. School the way we have it now. That doesn't mean education's not the game. What did I do in the first seven minutes of my talk here? I'm trying to educate. Listen to me, listen carefully. If you're not producing words, videos, or pictures for Instagram, Facebook, podcasting, YouTube, LinkedIn, and that world, you don't exist nor does your business. Listen, listen, and do not have the wrong KPI. It's not how many likes or followers you have. I have a funny feeling here if you got one follower and one like, but you were getting what you wanted for the content that you put out financially or emotionally, you'd be super happy. Do not get caught up in the micro game of social. People always roll up at me, they're like, I have a million followers. I'm like, so? Like what are you doing with that attention? What are you trying to accomplish and what is your goal? And by the way, you wanna make money? Mazel You wanna change the world? Mazel I have no interest in judging your ambition My interest is in, are you relevant in May 2018? Are you relevant in May 2018? I don't care, people are like, Gary Vee, what's the next big platform? I don't know. (laughs) I'm not Nostradamus up here. I don't know what the next big platform is. I know what platform's working right now. I know that YouTube is working right now. I know that Facebook's working right now. I know that none of you, because if I'm not all in with somebody who's got 22 full-time employees now, up from one in three years working on my content, if I know in my heart that I'm pouring millions and have 22 full-time people making written words, audio, and video, and I can feel it as I stand on this stage that I'm not even close to putting in enough chips, the are you doing? This is the most selfish keynote I've ever given. I'm being serious. I am putting a deep, deep flag in the ground telling you right now that if you post once a day on Instagram, make it four. If you don't post on Twitter, start. If you stopped posting on Snapchat stories because Instagram has that feature too, you're a idiot. And guess what, all of you did it. Attention is the asset, everything you aspire for. Why am I building VaynerMedia? I'm building it because I want to build an attention death star and if I need to point that at curing a disease that my mom gets one day or helping my best friend become the governor of Florida or to sell sneakers or to make all of you a Jets fan even though you don't know it's what I'm doing to you right now. That's fine. Go look at my post three posts ago on Instagram, I love when you (laughs) <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Negative reinforcement is the strength. Fake positivity leads to an awfully bad place here, and that's what's going on in the system. Really, your self-esteem is wrapped up in how many likes you get? Really? This is, no question, the second best time in the internet era in the last 20 years and it lives on three apps, four apps on this phone and none of us are doing enough reps. More reps. I don't care what the history of your content and ads have been on these platforms, whatever it was is yesterday. Get yourself educated. Go home, go on Google and type in how do I run Instagram ads? Go home, Go on Google and run how do I run pre-roll YouTube ads based on people's Google search query. Go home and DM 100 influencers on Instagram and ask them how much it costs for them to give you a shout out for whatever you're selling. The quicker you become a practitioner. Do you know how many people in this room have opinions on Facebook and Instagram ads but have never run one? Too much headline reading, not enough doing. I can't say it enough. The reason this is the most selfish keynote I've ever given is because I'm putting a flag in the ground and telling you that everybody in this room needs to do way more content on these social networks because it is where the attention is, it's where the underpriced attention is, and it is 100% how you're gonna get to where you want to get to. Period, end of story. There is no advertising. There's content put in front of people that create an event. And I just am trying, as you can tell in this talk, to squeeze out of it because let me educate you in non-tuition form who was the biggest advertiser in Google AdWords in the first five or six years of the platform Amazon Amazon today no question is one of the one two or three most powerful companies in the world on the back of amazing things that Bezos did but do not get confused the most important one he and it bet heavy on underpriced attention. You know who else bet on underpriced attention? Muhammad Ali. You know who else? Elvis Presley and the Beatles and basically everybody else you know. You know why you know who Martin Luther King is? Because he was a media savant. There was a lot of people spitting truth, he just knew how to get the cameras to capture it. Please get smart here today. Please get smart here today. Because while you're judging all those people that are winning, while you're judging the Paul brothers, while you're judging the fitness influencers on Instagram, while you sit and judge, people are gobbling up real estate of attention and are gonna execute on what they want. So you can have all the fun you want judging. There's a small group out there that's executing. I am trying to convince one person in this room to start executing. One, just one of the 10,000 of you. I don't need all of you. One, how many people are gonna be in a, you know how many of you are winning at some level but you're not reinvesting your money into it? This is the greatest era. Instead of the 100,000 in profit that you're making going into another vacation or a supreme bag What about putting that money into more Instagram ads and Facebook ads? Because I'm not trying to buy a Porsche, I'm trying to buy the Porsche company. Now, that's me. I'm not trying to impose my ambitions or what I want to do in my career on you. I'm just trying to get you to understand one truth. There is one reason I stand up here. It's because I was parented extremely well. But the execution underneath that is because I've always had one religion. Not money, I've had the religion of attention. Because if you have the attention, you can do anything. Do you know why P. Diddy sits on the spear that he sits on? Because when TRL had the attention of every teenager in America, he used to run from his bad boy office and crash Carson Daly's set every day. Because he's smart. You know why Will Smith is doing what he's doing on Instagram right now? Cause he's smart. Because being a big movie star isn't the same thing it was 20 years ago. It doesn't carry the same attention. My friends, it's happened. The internet is here. You may not want to put in the work, that's fine. But it's just like fitness. You can't read about doing push-ups. you got to do them. I'm going to leave you with this, because they're buzzing me off. I'm going to leave you with this. No, don't cheer. Remember, I like the booze. I'll just leave right the now. I'm. Kidding, I'm kidding. Let me just position it like this, guys. Here's where I'm at. 400 trillion to one. I know some of you know I'm obsessed with this. I can't wrap my head around the fact that it's basically impossible to become a human being. There's nothing you'll ever do that is more remarkable or harder than actually being lucky enough to end, like you can't imagine the math behind you actually being a person. My question is, since you've won the ultimate lottery, like what are you doing about it? Because way too many people in this room are dwelling about yesterday. over and so if I can leave you with anything it's very high and low I've spent a good amount of my conversation here pushing you very aggressively to something practical wasn't here to rah-rah and tell you like the one thing <laughs> run some ads make more content that's what I'm here to say but but because I genuinely believe that optimism is a strategy. I just desperately need you to know that no matter what you complain about, your grandparents had it worse. No matter what's about to come out of your mouth, your grandparents had it worse. And if you don't take advantage, if you're not winning right now in this new world, you really <laughs> and you need to face that truth. You need to go home, look in the mirror. If you're not pumped, if you're not winning by whatever your definition is, I'm telling you, this will help you. This, I'm not trying to razz you. I don't want you to win, it doesn't come out of my expense. I need you to win, I want you to win, why not? If you're not winning right now, you're really losing. You're losing more than anybody's ever lost. And I know that might be like, like I get it, it's a little bit of a curveball. but here's why I need you to hear it. Nobody is stopping you. There's no man, there's no system, there's no government, there's nothing. It's here. I'm telling you it's here. The internet doesn't what your granddad's last name is. The internet doesn't where you came from, doesn't care about your zip code, it doesn't care about anything. Execute on this thing and realize nobody's stopping you because what excuses are is the drug to not do. And I need people to, leave complaining, you know why I have a happy life and I'm gonna leave you with this? I don't complain because I don't expect anything from anybody, right? Like expectations are a disaster. Get it out of the system, go educate yourself and whether you're selling a t-shirt or a lifestyle brand or your thoughts on real estate, whatever you're up to, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, podcast. This is real, no matter how you're winning in direct mail or cold calling or bulk email or whatever you're doing, no matter how you're winning there, because I do all those things and understand them, the fertile ground is much greater here and when you become a practitioner of it and you understand how it works, the ROI becomes disproportionately powerful and I promise you, it is going away by the minute because the second Budweiser and Nike. Actually, I'm gonna leave with this. How many people here, how many people here, now, basically outside of live sports, watch Netflix, stand up. Stand up if you're basically OTT. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. This is staggering. I need everybody in the front, please don't sit down yet. I need everybody in the front to look at what I'm looking at. Guys, ABC and CBS and ESPN are out of business. It's already over. 80 billion dollars. You can sit, because I gotta wrap up. 80 billion dollars in television commercials and nobody watches them. Over the next three or four to five years, the biggest companies in the world are gonna understand that. That money is gonna go into the that I just told you about. That's gonna mean the ads that you're gonna run are gonna go from $4 to $80 and you're not gonna be able to compete with Coca-Cola and BMW. So please heed what I told you. Take your romance or your subjective point of view or you being romantic about how the world used to be and shove that in the garbage and get the work. One life, do something about it. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world and I mean the world. If you could go and leave a rating on iTunes, your word of mouth is my oxygen.